our lives as followers of Jesus Christ, as sons and daughters who have been looked upon by the Father, is to recognize and to uh, allow our foundation in life to be that of Jesus Christ. And upon his foundation, our houses are strong. Our houses can uh, take the storms. They can deal with what comes And as Jesus discussed with his disciples, we know too, in our own lives, sometimes those storms help us know, oh, I'm standing on the wrong foundation. Uh, Or the anxieties or the worries that we have help us know, ah, my foundation, I'm basically on shaky ground. And helps us draw more aware to who it is we want to be the foundation for our lives, Jesus Christ. And we know that experience of uh, having that stability, having that gift of having peace given and worry gone away and recognizing the one who loves us and looks upon us. For the world, it's a dynamic of them recognizing the difference that's in us, that they see the difference. This has been the beginning from from, uh, the Didache. We understand that in the early church, they realized, oh, those Christians, they're just like us in every way. But... And then it goes on to list the ways in which they were recognizably different. They lived differently. They were about different things, but they were right there in the midst of everybody for them to see. And so too for us. And the dynamic that one is called to is to allow other people an insight into who it is that we really have as our foundation. That as more people become aware, as someone maybe is provoked by how we deal with difficulty or why it is we have joy or whatever the circumstances might be that provoke someone, that in the end, yes, they come to us through us, who we really are, Christ, other Christs in this world. But in the end, we are fallen in ways that we must let them know who it is that has made us who we are, Jesus Christ. So we're like the window, the mirror, the, the, the beginning sign for them to reach the foundation that they too can stand on. And sometimes they're standing on it and they don't even know they're standing on it, but they're standing on it because they're close to us. And then in time, they discover of their own nature, their own ways, their own overhearing of, oh my gosh, this is who he is? Oh, this is why things have been different in my life? Oh, this is what's going on? So someone may not even know that Christ has become their foundation if they draw close, but in time, we figure out and we must understand who it is that makes us whole. And the gift of having friendship is a beautiful thing, but at the heart of our friendship must be him. Or we turn the other person into an object for our use. But only in recognizing who Christ is can friendship be a place that both is the entrance way for me to enter into Jesus Christ and to grow in relationship with Jesus Christ. Right? We don't just grow in like some mystical relationship. We grow in relationship with Jesus Christ also through the companions that he gives us. But we must recognize that through those companions is him. And that's the one we want. That's the one we need. That's one we're all standing on. So when we're like so close to each other, we want to like sock each other, right? Sometimes we're so close, we just like irritate it. <laughs> Don't you irritate me anymore. I want to sock them, right? Well, the important thing is to stop looking this way 
And yes, we should look this way, but we should also look this way and realize, ah, we both need the same footing. That's a place we can rebuild. We both need the same footing, don't we? That's why we're ready to... And then in that, we discover a friendship that's even deeper than what we originally imagined. The person becomes even more mysterious than they were before. And we can grow deeper into this reality that every person we meet is this mystery that just keeps going and going and going. At times, our familiarity can cause us to just look at people as if, oh, I already know that one. We can do that with saints, too. Today is the feast day of my friend, maybe some of your friends, Saint Charles de Foucault. The great mystic who left a life of great pleasure because of his encounter with the Lord in confession and little by little ended up among the Muslims in Algiers. Love the guy. He just makes me love God more and more and more. Today's his feast day, so my other friends who are friends with him send me little messages. And one of them sent me this picture. Said, happy feast day. And I'm kind of like, What is this? (laughs) Never seen this. Oh, it's kind of a nice picture. So I sent the response, what's this about? What's the kid about? I mean, obviously I know it's like a saint or Jesus or something, I don't know. Charles Foucault had a huge devotion to the Blessed Sacrament. And he used to spend long hours in adoration in the desert. He took a photograph one time of the monstrance. I thought to myself as I read that, oh good, now I don't need to feel so stupid. (laughs) Because I did that once too. Feels a little weird. When he developed his photograph, this was the image inside the monstrance. instead of a host. I thought I knew everything about Charles. Today, I got to go deeper into the mystery of who he is. A few days later, Jesus said to him, I promise to send my blessing and peace to each home where this image is found.
I am certain that you already have friendships that help you discover the gift of Jesus' blessing and his peace. But maybe this is a way that Charles also wants you to discover a deeper friendship, but a friendship that is founded on him. Might we have an increased awareness that when we have the moments before the Blessed Sacrament here at the Newman Center, he really is present to us. And while he is our foundation, he's giving us a great example of how we should live. As little children looking to our Father for everything he will give. St. Charles de Foucault, pray for us.